Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Howard Simonette with Sneaky Joe DiBiase. Here's Thompson scores! Tage Thompson answers... Coming down the right circle, he lets one rip to tie it at one. That did not take long for an answer. Buffalo will bring it up with Tage Thompson to center ice. Splits oh. the D, Thompson walks in, digs! Oh, what a save by Elvis. Verzlickens with the glove save on Tage Thompson, who looked to be about to break open another highlight reel goal, and then he goes to the referee to showcase what might have been a high stick. Still working through what we would do, not sure. You know, the good thing for us is you guys know Sean's background. Sean's been a longtime defensive coordinator, and so right now he'll just kind of lead that and not saying that we would or we wouldn't, you know, this offseason. It's still very early in the offseason. It's not on the offensive side of the ball. It's on the defense. We feel we got some really good minds, you know, in that room with Bobby Babbage. We added Al Holcomb, John Butler, Eric Washington. We just added Joe Dana. So I feel like we got some really good minds in there, adding Sean in there as well. I'm sure he'll be even more hands zone at this point on wgr sports radio 550 that's right here with sneaky joe jeremy's off today he's back tomorrow we have a lot to get to on uh wednesday i mean this actually in a positive way i don't mean this in the negative way mm-hmm. was good to be angry at the sabers again in a sick twist of <laughs> you know what i mean by that right because the games mean so much, sure. typically this time of year they'd lose. We'd be like, uh, or actually we would have been like, really, do I have We'd to watch the like, game? What? Whatever. The Sabres played? I don't know. Okay, I guess I have to watch the game. It's my job. I was yelling at the television set. Yep. Yelling. And I, like I said, I, of course we wanted them to beat Columbus. We'll get to that in a moment. Joe just brought up the schedule. There's a lot. But um, I'm stressed again, and I get angry at losses again. I mean that in a good way because it means the games mean something to us again. I'm not trying to make you feel any better. They really needed to beat Columbus last night. They got a nasty schedule coming up. That was the easiest game on the schedule for the next two weeks. So that was kind of a really big missed opportunity. And you mentioned, you know, some of the other teams on the out-of-town scoreboard got points, whatever. Florida won. Islanders got a loser point. Penguins won. Ottawa's moving up a little bit. Got to start so, thinking about the Senators. Yeah, they're tied now, I think, with Detroit, right, in that group yep. of 64 points. So it was not a good night. Not a good night at all. And they, please, dear God, have Rasmus Dahlin back in the lineup on Thursday because their team, their defense group, their team without Dahlin, it's a big problem. And Owen Power, who played 27-43 the other night, or the other day against Washington, played 28-43 last night, had some... He and Yokihara, you had some uh, breakdowns, yeah. shall yeah. we say? Tough, tough game for power. Some I turnovers, think. some bad decisions, some 
messed up coverage. It was it was that's your best defense pairing last night because Clegg is with Samuelson. Ten and twenty five didn't play well. Please, they need Darlene back fast. Yeah, even within those mistakes, Power still makes a, a lot of positive plays. But you know, for a, a twenty year old rookie, you, you might be stunned that this is maybe is this his first game all year where you'd think, oh, that was a yeah. rock. That was a rocky performance. Been a while. I'm not sure he's ever had one. Like he's so smooth and smart mm-hmm. with the puck that even as a rookie, it's probably it's why I mean Don Granado said yesterday that he should win the Calder. He has been as consistent as you could possibly be. Yep. Yesterday was a little tough, and the whole night I was at the game, and you could feel the angst in the arena. Yeah. I, they got booed off the ice at the end of the second period. Well, the Boone Jenner goal was goal was a. Killer yep. at the end of the second period. I I think last night, I was thinking to myself throughout the whole night, they really missed Darlene. Mm-hmm. They really look at what I mean. Look what this team is. I don't even say is without him. Look how important he is. Mm-hmm. How many things he does that sometimes will go even under the radar that we just don't even recognize. Like how how easy it is for him to leave his own end and get a rush going up the ice. Right. And then you've got Himself Bryce. or with a yeah. perfect breakout pass. Right. Instead, late in the third period, Sabres need a goal, and there's Jacob Bryson and Ilya Labushkin out there who, yep. are, you know, they're fine. They serve their roles. And, okay, now it's their time to take the puck out from behind your own net and start a rush. And it just, it looks, sometimes they do it, but it looks painful. Yeah. Darlene makes all that stuff look so easy, and it really speaks to... I think how he's grown into one of the best defensemen in hockey. So luckily, he's only day to day, and maybe he even plays. You know, maybe he plays tomorrow. You you asked us about power. When was the last time Darlene had a bad night? Has he had one this year? You know when the last time probably was. I don't know. Think it might be this year. Last year when Kruger was coaching. Not even that. Remember beginning (laughs) of last year, he was getting walked a lot. He was getting like these these highlight reel goals scored against him, toe drag moves, and that ended like within the first week of the season. And he was just from there. I'm not sure he's ever had one. I'm not sure he's had a bad game in like a hundred games. The, sure the has, last but. game he played in would have been Friday in Florida, right? Because he missed the Washington yep. game. There was he had I think he had a turnover at some point, maybe a bad pass in his own zone against Florida. It didn't lead to a goal or anything. But this is how good this kid has been and how important he is. He made a bad pass, and I thought. Oh my God, that was Darlene. Like yeah. he never does that. His decision making, like you said, Joe. I mean, there were the Sabers in their own end last night, and it wasn't just Power and Yoki Haru. There were other issues. There really for the first two periods, in their end of the ice, it wasn't very good. And and quite honestly, now I was a little, to the point of the goalie discussion. We should get to that too, right? What did they do last night? They started Craig Anderson. Four days after a 51 save performance in Florida. He didn't wait a week to play Anderson again. He started him last night. Again, doesn't make me feel any better about Comrie and UPL going forward. And now, I was thinking all about defensemen by Friday. Not Riley Stillman. Something a little more significant than that. Anderson starting last night is significant. I think that's not good for the Sabres because that makes me worried about the other two guys on the goalie roster. Now i got to think about goalie by Friday. Anyway... Anderson was not particularly sharp last night. Yeah. And last night... And maybe that's because he played two games in five days. Right. I mean, that's always been out there, right? That you can want to try to play him more, but is he going to give you the same production that he's been when he's only playing once a week and he's going into a game fully rested? my, My brother texted our group chat, 
after the first goal. I'm like, wow, Craig takes a, lo- a long time to stand up. I'm like, yeah, he's got 41 year old knees. <laughs> like, of course he does. Like, little slow to I react. I know the feeling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that might, that might take a look. That is why his workload has been managed all year. I still, I still feel like there's a good chance he could have his workload increase. The production does come down a bit, and he's still a better option than Lukanen and Comrie. Which, again, does not speak well of Lukanen and Comrie going yeah. forward then. But last night, goal, goalie's not really my problem. I mean, they, they did have a lot. All, a lot of their goals were just open guys in the slot. Yep. Eric Robinson, yep. the guy who scored the hat trick, he's just open in the slot over and over. Mm-hmm. Just that's, that's a tough thing for any goaltender. But... Last night does have me thinking about goaltender a little bit. And if Anderson is going to have his workload increased and the, the production is going to come down, well, now I'm now I'm not in a good I'm not in a good spot goaltender wise. No, I and I and I've been okay because I may have fallen into the trap of not scrutinizing the goaltending enough because the Sabres can wake up, go to work, and put four goals on the scoreboard without breaking the sweat, yep. which can cover up lower save percentages. You're not leaning on your goalies as much if you have the second best offense in the league. It can cover up for yep. a lot of mistakes. But maybe that is maybe this is a margin of error discussion. Although, I mean, last night they scored three goals. Ooh, you had the stat, right? What's their record when they score three or fewer goals this season? Not a lot of wins? Well, they only have five wins scoring less than four goals this year. Okay, well, they didn't win last night, and they scored less than four goals. Yeah. But, yeah, so I think I think the goalie situation for me – May have been covered up a little bit by that. Now, you throw in Tuck not being there. Yep. Quinn scored last night. He's playing really well. But whatever, you're still down one of your top forwards. Yep. And and we just talked about Darlene, and hopefully he gets back soon because he has a huge impact on this team. You might be leaning a little bit more on your goalie going forward. Yeah. And I don't – I you cannot play Craig Anderson, I don't think, two games a week for the next month. And And with that in mind – you can't trust Comrie. You don't feel like you can really trust Lukanen right now, but you could always just explore the unknown. He's young, big prospect. You never know. Well, he's never played in the pressure-packed yep. games that are coming for the next month for this hockey team. So I got two guys I don't really feel like I could trust right now. I got a third guy that I can trust, but only when he's playing once a week. If he's playing more than that, I have no idea. Boy, that's Yeah, I think that's iffy. And then there's Kevin Weeks last night. Kevin Weeks of ESPN tweets, Before the game... Keep an eye on the goalie mar- trade market. Quiet so far. He lists long-term options. Three guys. John Gibson, Mm-mm. Thatcher Demko, Tristan Jari. Then he lists potential returns. Cal Peterson. Ah, that's funny. UPL. Really? He lists UPL as a potential return. Hmm. And what is that? By the way, where is Cal Peterson these days? He's in. He got waved by the LA. Former Buffalo Sabre. He got waved by LA. He's had a really gotcha. bad year. Okay. But UPL, but huh? That is well, an that would idea. make sense because if you're getting sorry, go ahead. They brought up yeah. Demko. You were at the game, so you didn't see this. They brought up Demko on the telecast last okay. night, and so I just want to look up his contract because he, he was just activated off IR. I think he played the other night. I think yeah. for, Van- for uh, Vancouver. Three years left. Yep. Cap hit five million each of the next three years. And their discussion last night was, what about a guy like Demko yep. to bridge you until Devin Levi gets here? Which would take you up to Levi's t- age 24 season, which fits. Hmm. And the other thing there is, 
with Lukanen in the picture, let's let's talk about this for a second because I have not thought for a second before last night about the idea of trading Lukanen, and I'm almost mad at myself that I didn't. I usually look for the angle nobody is talking about for trades. Mm-hmm. This was sitting there the whole time with Lukanen. I never thought about it. I figured he would be here as part of the goaltending picture. Me too. One or two, whatever, but he would be here until. They deem Devin Levi ready to take the job. Especially with goalie prospects, it's so tough to really nail it that Devin Levi, Ryan Lambert makes this point a lot from elite prospects. Tons of goaltenders have had insane development years in college and in the AHL. Then they get to the NHL and, oh, they're just kind of a guy? Mm -hmm. Or they don't even make it. Remember, um, who was the Boston University guy? Matt O'Connor? Who's the guy? That, is he the one that dropped the puck they in the gave national up a championship? Really bad goal. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a hot commodity. There was a bidding war for him. He played like ten games in the NHL. Yeah, like sometimes it just and that that's a that's a that's a tough comparison because he wasn't even drafted. But that like sometimes you never know. So my thought was always they have Levi, him or Lukanen will be the guy. Mm-hmm. Levi might be more likely, but one of the two is going to be my future netminder. But if they are that confident and Devin Levi is eventually going to show up and be their starting goaltender, then you trade Lukanen. Because, if anything, Lukanen then is just your bridge. He's just your bridge mm-hmm. to get to Devin Levi. Well, in that situation, I really only care, or I care most, about the next two to three years. And I don't know what I've got in Lukanen yet. I like some of the signs. He was yeah. rookie of the month in January. Like there are signs to believe that he'll be good for them for the next two to three years. But Demko, would you trade Lukanen for Demko straight up? Like, are these the types of ideas that are bouncing around right now with the Sabers? Because it would just be I'm improving my bridge netminder to to get to Devin Levi. Right. That's really to me all it would be. Is I know he's young. But like even John Gibson, I saw a couple of Sabre bloggers tweeting about that last night, about what if they traded Lukanen straight up for John Gibson? And Gibson's production Ooh. is a lot more rocky than 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 uh, Jar or not Jari, than um, Demko's Demko. the last couple of years. Gibson's got a little longer contract, too, doesn't That's he? That's the other thing about his. Years, He's got a different contract. But it, it doesn't it kind of accomplish the same thing. Yeah, It's, okay, Gibson is going to get me th- through from right now Till Devin Levi shows up, and even when Levi shows up, maybe he could be the 1B. You're right. Uh, he has four more years after this okay, year. Okay, Demko's got three. It's only one year difference. I thought there was two. Right. Well, in theory, okay, let's say let's say they trade for Thatcher Demko. Yeah. So he's got three seasons left after this. Season one, Levi is in Rochester for the yep. full season. Doesn't, yep. doesn't even see Buffalo. Season two... Either he's still in Rochester, or maybe he earns the, in theory, the backup job in season two. Yep. You wouldn't even think about Levi competing to be the number one guy, take the job and run with it until the third. I think the third in my head, the third and final season for Thatcher Demko. Thatcher Demko here would be the first time I would say, yeah, competition in camp, winner takes the job, and maybe so because they're you know this is don't rush a young goalie. The yeah. Sabers like to give their prospects time to develop. He's definitely Levi. And the way they rave about him, Joe, yeah. I mean, Kevin Adams, every time he talks about Devin Levi, I mean, I feel like he is just holding in his excitement as much as humanly possible to not put too much pressure on a kid that's playing in college. Yep. So to me, 
No question, Levi spends at least a full season in Rochester, maybe even part of a second season or more. Three years from now would be the first time I would think this kid would be in a competition to win the job. So that ties into a Demco timeline. And by the way, what all this does at at the same time, while also making sense long-term, is it makes Mm. you, in, in theory, vastly better. Right now, yeah. in that. It gives you a legitimate starting goaltender so that he can pair with Anderson the rest of the way, and you can keep Anderson at one or two games a week, tops, and that your production goes up on the short term. It's the, funny, right now, the whole three, in, in, in theory, it's three goalies, yeah. no clear number one, ride the hot hand. The problem with that is this. Even if Anderson plays well, you're not riding him. Again, the first evidence of him playing four days apart was not good last night. Right. He's not why they lost, but he didn't prevent them from losing either. Like he didn't right. cover up enough for the mistakes that were being made in front of him. Um, so Levi, you can't ride way. him, and and Comrie has shown no indication that that's a guy you would ride a hot hand with. Basically, leaves you looking it with Levi. By the way, like I'm looking around at some of the top goaltenders in the league right now. A lot of them, even when they first showed up, they start off as the backup. That's kind of their. Their gateway to the league and to the to adjust to the speed of the game. Ilya Sorokin, who is going to be a Vesna finalist this year for the Islanders, and he's already started forty four games. He's their number one goaltender. His first year two years ago started twenty one games. Semyon Varlamov played the rest. All right, he was the, he was the two, and he was adjusting to the NHL and he got his feet wet. How about Andre Vasilevsky? Yeah, one of the best goaltenders in hockey. His first two seasons, thirteen starts, twenty one starts. So. Levi, I mean, hey, maybe he could even show up next year, but you're asking a lot if you think that guy's just going to show no, up and be your so. clear-cut number one right away. I suppose so, he, he could come into camp, right, and maybe blow the doors off of everybody, but that's not typically yeah. how this regime handles their young players. They, they, right, they want to get these guys. They don't rush kids in from anywhere, juniors, overseas. They will typically want them to go through Rochester, especially a goalie. I think they would want Levi to play, you know, yeah. every day basically in Rochester and get that full season under his belt. Right. I'd be Ryan, stunned if they, that didn't happen. Ryan Miller only started 48 games in 0506. Although didn't he deal with an injury that year? If I'm thinking way back, he might have. I'll have to look. I should have remembered. I watched Beyond Blue and Gold yesterday. I, I think they he did. They would have covered that. In I, th- that show. I think he did. I think Marty started yeah. like all of December when they went on that big win streak. And but, I think but gradually anyways. it shifted. But in, right. So I that's so that's for me that's. I wasn't thinking about goaltending, but I think Anderson, the comments about trying to get Anderson more time down the stretch, him playing last night, Yeah, I think you should be nervous as a Sabre fan about the goaltending. I, you already were, so I'm a little late to the show here. You, um, Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about this. And again, it is in this discussion of, you know, they, they've got a great chance to make the playoffs. They said last night, I don't know what it is today, what is it, um, Money Puck, Puckpedia, whoever Money, knows the up. yeah. They said last night the Sabres were 50% shot before the game was yep. lost. 50% shot to make the playoffs. They're playing critical hockey games, and for me, I'm really nervous about what they're doing in goal right now. This morning, the site I've been using is Puckluck, uh, puckluck.com, and they've got the Sabres right now at 46%. That's still pretty to make, good. To make the playoffs. Yeah, that's still pretty good. Yeah. And it's funny. Like I said, this is all in this discussion you know, I mentioned, see my earlier comment about I'm angry about the Sabres now because the games mean something. Mm-hmm. The other day, you know, what would Monday, 
We were, you know, they came off the big win over Washington. No Tuck, no Darlene. They beat the Caps. Big win. And, you know, I tweeted something about, you know, who stands out, whatever, what's great. And the number of tweets about, just got to get a goalie, guys. Just People yep. would tweet me about, got to get a goalie. I wonder what Kevin Adams is thinking. Come, Hey, well, he, he already would have been on the phone with the Canucks to pull off the Stillman trade. Uh, I'm going to guess he would have asked about uh, Thatcher Demko during that conversation. That Demko is the guy I, I want to kind of cue in on. UC Soros would be the dream. I thought they said he was untouchable. Every indication out of Nashville is he's one of the three guys they wouldn't yeah. trade. Yeah. So I, I can put this over to the side for now. Of the guys that are reportedly available, I, I like the Demko idea More a than lot. Talbot? More than Talbot for sure. Talbot is a Band-Aid for right now. And even that, I'd like you never know if it's actually even going to work out. Chad DiDomenesis of Expected Buffalo, he wrote a piece on him recently, a good argument on how, or piece on how, any team that trades for a goalie at the deadline, they never get the same results. That goalie is never, hmm. never holds his production, changing situations that late in the year like that. So I, I think Talbot, I think Talbot would be an upgrade over Lucan and, and Comrie on the short term, but I don't think that's anything past this year. The thing thing I like about Demko the most for this, this is the question you need to ask, ask yourself. I think the most reasonable timeline to expect from Devin Levi, not even just showing up. He could show up next year maybe and play 15 games. The year after, maybe he plays 20. I don't think it's, it's reasonable to expect you can hope, but expect that he is their number one goaltender for three years. Let me give him three yeah. years, I think that's not even fair. just to yeah. get to the NHL, but to right. be the number one. So i got a three-year timeline here, and I've got Tage Thompson at 25. I've got Cousins still young. I've got Quinn growing it, growing into his game right now. Darlene, like, I've got a team that even though they're young, aren't they proving right now they are ready to win? Mm-hmm. And for the next three years, when we're going to want to see them making the playoffs. We're going to want to see next year that they take a step forward and make the playoffs and start competing with the big boys in the division like Boston and Tampa oh, and, yeah. and Toronto. Shouldn't next year we be talking about getting into the top three, competing yes. for a top three, not a wild card? Yes. And for the next three years, who do you trust more as your, as your goaltender? Yeah. Who do you want to play the most games for the Sabres in the next three years? Yeah, Uka Pekalukkanen yeah. or Thatcher Demko? It is very possible yeah, Lukanen is a better option. But you are you are in an unknown with that. Demko, he's had a tough year this year. Mm-hmm. He's dealt with injuries. It's a very small sample size. He's only started 16 games. Last year, Demko started 61 games. Yeah. And one of the, the fancy numbers, goal saved above expected. Actually, uh, yeah, goal saved above expected. He ranked 13th in the NHL. Year before that, he was 11th. It like, is a small sample size in terms of being the the shoulder the load guy, right? That's the only season where he had. Yep. His other two seasons were like thirty th- low thirties, mid thirties games played. Yes. Like that is the one season he's been a sixty plus start guy. And he was a nine fifteen save percentage. Yeah, that's really good. Fifty seven percent quality start. I mentioned he was thirteenth in goal save to have expected. Like he he was not an elite goalie, but he was but above a, average. He was a really good goaltender. Yeah. Last year, playing a lot of games, so. And it's also not like he's that old. He's 27 years old. 27. When he's 30 and a free agent. And if he had played well, it's not like you couldn't, you know, if if he's with the organization at that point long enough, you might say, hey, 
You want to pair with Levi for the you rest of your back career? Up Levi. <laughs> Not even like back up. Like in today's NHL, you could just go 50 50. You could yeah. go 60 40. So I I like the goalie idea. I, I really do. And I, I'm stunned hmm. I didn't think of Lukanen being a piece of that. All you're doing is you're flipping your timeline for me. You're flipping your age group when yeah, it comes if, to the goalie. If you believe, and this is all projection, obviously, nobody knows how Devin Levi is going to turn out. But if you believe he, in the Sabres' minds, is the number one guy of the future, it's just a matter of how many years, not yeah. if, then, right, you're determining who's the other guy to take the spot until the kid is ready. And that's your discussion of UPL or Demko or whoever. Because he. Talbot would be a rental, right? Talbot's a rental. Okay. And he's 35. Oh. Is Lukanen right now. Like, next year, this is a question even, too. I'm kind of putting it in, like, a three-year uh, type window, like, th- in three years in totality. How about just for next year? Who should play the most games next year for them in net? Or who do you think is the favorite? Wouldn't Lukanen be the favorite right now? Oh, yeah, it's not the other two guys. Well, and, Anderson's probably retiring, and that would leave Comrie unless they make another goalie right. move so, in the offseason. Lukanen playing the most games next year. Is he showing anyone right now that he's ready for that? Yeah, this stretch where I thought he was playing really well, but no, I think I think he, what's his say? Is it under nine hundred? It's under nine hundred. Yeah, I, I got, think there are times where the offense basically covers up the need for more for more clutch saves or more saves from their goaltender. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm trashing Lukanen. I no. think he is super capable. He's an eight ninety two this year. Mm. I think he's very talented. He's capable, and he's still young at only twenty three years old at a position where you really don't know what the guy is until like twenty six at least. Mm. So. I'm not giving up on Lukanen. Right. I'm just saying what you'd be doing is you'd be flipping an unknown commodity for a known commodity. All right, we start with the Sabres. Of course, we have plenty of Bill stuff to get to with the news that came down during the show yesterday about Leslie Frazier. Uh, we'll get you up to speed on what the Bills might be thinking, since we still don't know yet, but what they might be thinking in terms of defensive play caller. Brandon Bean spoke to the media in Indianapolis yesterday. Sean McDermott did as well. We'll get into all sorts of Bills issues on the show today. Paul Hamilton with us at 7. It's Wednesday, so Joe Marino from the Locked On Bills podcast on the Odyssey app will be joining us at 8. Sal will check in at 9 for all things Bills and NFL as well. Phone lines always open for your questions, comments, opinions on what we're discussing or if there's another topic you'd like to bring up, we always love to hear from you. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.